0: Seven possessions, only two total yards. Um, no, yeah, it's dog. Man, we all got to be more detailed. We all got to have a a better plan. Um, this is not okay. I mean, straight up, he's not okay. We had how many how many total yards we had? A little over 100. Yeah, it's not 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 gonna fly. So, as an offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets up three points. I mean, do you do you feel like you let the defense down at all? No, No.
1: <laughs> I love it. Uh,
2: that's
1: that. Your boy. J- hey, Mike, yeah. that, that's right. Hey. That's your boy. That's your
2: okay. Boy. Listen, that's the dude. You, oh, so you, the dude, okay. You, okay. That's the dude that you and Chris Sims told me was a second Chris Sims. Floor is yep. yours. Floor is yours. Chris. Hey, oh,
1: oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait, a minute, wait, wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, that's a separate conversation. That's a separate conversation because no, where was all this energy? All it's alright. Hey, where was all this? Where was all this energy when your boy was five and one as a starter? That's Zach Wilson. Yeah. Zach Wilson. Four oh, wait, no, and five. No, 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 no. Five. No, 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 no no, no, okay. no, no, no. Where was all this energy? This
2: energy. No, no, no. I'm like Dave Chappelle. No. I'm like Dave Chappelle on SNL. I've been on that. I've been on yeah. Zach Wilson. I've been told you Zach Wilson couldn't complete check to save his life. I've been told you he wasn't that dude. It, it, but it, they do be coming in. Hot. It,
1: they do oh, be I, coming us So I, first of all,
2: I, I, I've been let's on start it. with Zach.
1: I've been on it. Go ahead. Let's start. Let's start with Zach with yesterday's loss uh, in his previous seven games as a starter. Zach Wilson is five and two with the two big losses oh. coming in, in the division. To, to the numbers, I no love
2: it. Okay,
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying my man went. My, my just man man say, some
2: research. You came with the, the for this argument. I, I, just, I just want to. I just
1: want to state the facts. I want to state the facts here before we start going in deep on Zach Wilson. Now, it, okay, here it is. Um, so, hey, Steve Serby. Steve Serby, sit down somewhere. I know you've been doing this thing for a lot of. Sit down somewhere, Steve. Um, so he's five and two. Yesterday's loss was his first loss on the road. So first loss on the road. You know, it's funny how this all goes down because I know both offenses didn't do much yesterday. Combined, they still didn't even reach 400 yards. Two offenses put them together, did not reach 400 yards. It was that kind of game, that kind of day in Foxborough, Massachusetts. But I believe the game was won, not on a Zach Wilson pick six, I believe the game was won (laughs) when a punter Inexplicably, I don't,
2: why, I don't know why he kicked it to him. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Punted it to a guy who's at hey, Google him. What are the reporters saying yesterday? Hey, when's the last time you uh, return a kick? And he ain't saying anything. Marcus Jones a little too humble. He was like, uh, yeah, Tulsa. Well, we played Tulsa. I ran it back for 100 yards. Dude, this is what I do. I mean, it's like this is why I got drafted. Only <laughs> They don't play me a quarterback. They play me. I'm a returner. I'm a specialist. This is why I got drafted from Houston first. Anyway, part,
2: first part returner in the league this year. Go ahead. Continue. I'm glad they didn't call this. I am glad they didn't right. call that. Then. That was a that was a block in the back. I, I am not glad they didn't call it and no surprise that the league says they got it right because of course they wouldn't admit they got it wrong. That was a block in the back. Clear as day. Oh, here we go. But hey, here we go. It happens.
1: Now, Yeah, you, you got to get up on the ear hole like they taught you with I McDonald's. Mean, wow, 35. he's in his back. <laughs> he hit him in the back. Oh, my God. But hey, listen, listen hey, hey, listen, okay. it, happens. Anyway, you know, it happens. Anyway, but I'm just saying, look, look, Zach Wilson, he had, you know, he's had two, but my, my whole point is his, his yeah, two losses coming important. against the Patriots. He's never, yeah. be, he's never beaten the Patriots in his career. He had a terrible yeah. game three weeks ago, against the Patriots three picks. Yesterday, he couldn't complete anything check down or otherwise horseback riding or walking. He could not get it right. done. We got it. So
2: look, I think you it's saw too early. Saw a lot like Zach Wilson. Like you blame everybody I don't, I don't. but Zach Wilson. Oh, he's facing the Patriots. It's Belichick. It's the special teams. You, 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 are you and Zach Wilson come from the same cloth? Apparently, <laughs> man, <laughs> You got hey, a, hell of a on. keep on. Hey, you got a that's okay. that, that can you are captain save a quarterback today. What one, one more. One more excuse. One oh, more okay. excuse. That was the wind over the year. It was wind. one it was more windy. excuse.
1: Not yet. Not the yet. conditions the age. Oh, the age. How about this? The age old age <laughs> excuse. Zach Wilson he's young, is 23. He's 20. He's 23 years old. And like yeah. a lot of people at 23, you're doing too much. You're insecure you're talented yet insecure. You're trying to prove that you belong in this game. Uh, you know what? I, I, I got some. Uh, I got some stake in this. I can, I can do this too. And he winds up doing some really stupid stuff. But I think Mike it's just way too early to say he's not the guy or as you said, uh,
2: what'd you say? He's not that dude. He's that guy. That. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know I, that. I've known it from jump. I've known it from jump. You set up. Uh, first of all, first of all, could I? Is it possible to be wrong and right at the same time? Because I Let's was hear. wrong about Sam. I was wrong about Sam Darnold at least so far. Maybe Sam Darnold ends up being Geno Smith, but I was wrong about Sam Darnold, but I seem to recall and y'all looking at me like I had two heads clamoring for them to draft Panay Sewell instead of Zach Wilson and build around the quarterback. They had because we've seen this movie before you got in your feed that there is no book on the 2021 quarterback class, but we have damn sure seen this movie before in New York and this is how it starts as in this is how it ends. It's not a matter of when it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when he's done in this town there, there, we don't you don't we don't give quarterbacks mostly for contractual purposes as Baker Mayfield and the aforementioned Sam Darnold, We don't give quarterbacks okay. three, four or five years. They got to decide whether or not he's the guy as in now, if not next year, and he is so okay. far from being the guy and I'm not just talking to a player, but before as a player, I'm talking about as a leader before I get to the okay, leader part, Yeah, the player part, Le- leader. You part, part not good. That's not good. You, you came up, but you came out with numbers. You were like, hey, he's five and two in the start. He was five and one. Okay. Yeah, he is also to make sure I get this right. right Thirty-second. 32nd among 33 qualifying quarterbacks in passer rating. 33rd in completion percentage among 33 qualified quarterbacks. Okay. And 31st in touchdown passes to interceptions. I told you weeks ago, I'm pretty sure it's on tape, that the Jets ain't winning because of Zach Wilson. They winning in spite of Zach Wilson. Now, as for the leadership part, and you know I'm big on interviews, you know I'm big on the science of interviewing, right? So I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I critique questions. That wasn't a great question posed to Zach Wilson. Do you feel like the offense let the defense down? down? That's a confirm or deny question. I wasn't surprised confirm that he didn't con- and I wasn't surprised that he conf- that he didn't confirm it and some and triggering what? and if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. some trigger and there's, there's some a trigger, trigger language yes. in there too. There's trigger. absolutely okay. a okay. trigger. Here word. Here go. You, you okay. got it. You All learn right. fast. Okay. Right. However, right. okay. as bad as the question was, the answer was infinitely worse. That was such a that that was that was a check down. That was the equivalent of a check down. That was such an easy softball layup alley question. They teach you that in quarterback 101 school. Even if you don't really believe it, your job is to say it's on me. Even if it's everybody else's fault. That's why you play that position. Not just to get with your mom's friends. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Ooh. I, not, I'm sorry. Ooh. That's out of bounds. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, we can do that. No, that we can do low. that. We can do that. That was low. That we was low. We can do that. Come on. Hey, it's, whatever. It's, it's not know. just it's not just for all the perks and the benefits that come with playing hey, quarterback apparently, but York. you don't. Know,
1: but to, to your point, can I just say to your point? Apparently, he knows how to say the right things when it really matters when it's important to him. Thank you. He knows okay. what to say,
2: right? All you got to okay, do cool. is just say absolutely defense gives up uh, three points, not even 10, three points. We need to win that game and it starts with me. Hell, I could do that. Like just spoke cliches. How hard is it just to say absolutely. We let them down. That's your job as a quarterback and he can't even get that right. So in New York, when you're up against that market, that fan base, that history, those demons, all those things, you got to be wired a certain way to survive in New York and he ain't that's fair. Okay, look. It's fair to say that. I just want to point out to you, Michael. Um,
1: now, the, the you you're, you do, brother, from another one. Once, once a week, half day a week. What is it? <laughs> What's your schedule? Am I letting you down? Am I? Am I letting you? down? I was just suggesting. Am I letting you down?
2: Am
3: I? Is, am no, I, no, am no, I? Am I the Jets offense in this
2: conversation? No, no. <laughs> am I giving? Am I? am I'm giving. I'm, am I only giving I you three points? It I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that. Hey, hey, player. Hey, player. Hey, player. I come in one a, day a week and I come in hot and I give you a week's worth of hot takes in one show. <laughs> okay.
1: You need you need you need a Marcus Jones. You need to be a Marcus Jones and not a Zach Wilson. Okay, change it. But you know, in all seriousness, I'm a specialist. You do brother I'm a specialist. From, That's you fair. Do,
2: That's fair. I'm a specialist. You
1: do. No, you do brother from another <laughs> once a week. But you're doing it yeah. because what's your other job your other job at are working where Where? Te- let the people know Amaz- Amazon, Prime video, thir- football, Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime video Thursday night Amazon Amazon Prime video Thursday night football. There are yeah. some stars on that show. Whether you recognize them as stars or not. Michael Smith is one of them Taylor Rooks shout out Taylor Rooks. Okay, too. But there's another star on that show Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I point out Ryan Fitzpatrick because the last time the last mm-hmm. time you want to talk about Zach Wilson, this is macro, baby. This ain't micro. This is macro. The last time the right. Jets beat the Patriots, Ryan Fitzpatrick was on their roster, and that's not it. That's not all. Guess who else was on that roster who played yesterday? The last time they beat the Patriots, nobody, nobody. <laughs> they don't know. That's nobody. I'm serious. They're all gone. They're all gone. Right. The coaching staff, right. coaching staff is gone. Front office, different front office, different coaching staff. Right. They've right. even made absolutely. a tweak. they made a tweak in ownership since the last yeah. time the Jets beat the they Patriots. So you're right. The, the, yeah, you're they're, right, twe- they're tweaking ownership. You're right about, Owns them.
2: Yes. You're right about Zach
1: Wilson. You're right about Zach yeah. Wilson. Okay, he's he's just lost his last four against the Patriots, but the Jets have lost their last fourteen against the Patriots. Haven't beaten them in seven years. So okay. I, I can't say I can't say that. Oh, Zach Wilson ain't that dude. Well, nobody's that dude. The organization ain't that dude. You know, well, no, they, that's a, fair they too. got a,
2: and, and they lost. They, that they game got a lot of work to Yes. They lost that game in the most right Jets like fashion. Okay, I'm glad you right did here. that. Yes, because okay, because yeah. let's go back. I'm, okay, you're right on a macro level. As far as the Jets have come, they still have a ways to go to be on the Patriots level. But that has started over the years with one position that they have not figured out. Whereas the Patriots had it figured out for two decades and we know what that difference was the difference in those two franchises was head coach in that position. They can't get coach right. Although Robert Sala seems to be he has some staying power. They can't get coach right. They can't get quarterback right. You and I love playing Madden and whenever we would scout quarterbacks, the first column we we would go to is awareness. Yeah, there needs to be a column for self-awareness because Zach Wilson (laughs) lacks both awareness when it comes to his reads and self-awareness when it comes to reading the room. Oh shit. That was a bar. Zach Wilson lacks awareness (laughs) when it comes to his reads and self-awareness when it comes to reading the room. So everybody in New York by now is used to the Patriots owning the Jets. Okay, fine. We don't disagree there. Where this gets worse is your quarterback completing nine passes and the offense punting it ten times, and he's asked a simple question of whether or not you let the defense down, and he's like, "No, bruh." I mean, well, the Jets can move on from the loss, but your quarterback has is, is clueless. He's clueless in every way a quarterback can be, and that's not yeah, what you, you know. I'm sorry. Number two, number two, can't lead your offense to two net yards in the second half.
1: Yeah, and, on, and here's, here's the problem. Here's the problem. The problem is, you know, when Chris Sims had him ranked over Trevor Oh, Lawrence, you
2: drank that Kool-Aid. Oh, man, you drank that Kool-Aid. You, oh, I was, you no. came on this show, yeah, I, and you were like, oh, Zach Wilson is. Zach, Zach Wilson oh, matter is fact, a matter of, fact, matter of fact, you were the kid in House Party pouring the sugar in the Kool-Aid that made your teeth hurt just looking at it because you was gassing up Zach Wilson even before Chris Sims was come to think I of it. Yes, I was. At BYU? Yes, at was. BYU, you were talking at about BYU. it was the next big thing. And yes.
1: And what's wrong with, what's the wrong with me? What's wrong with me watching BYU
2: football in the first place? Like, no, What am I doing? Topics. You watched the ball yeah, passes. No, you watched the off schedule no, no. stuff. I was and watching you're scrambling to the left and throwing to the I right was watching, and you bought into the look, oh he's Mike, the next Patrick sadly, Mahomes. No, sadly, sadly, Mike,
1: I was watching this dude's games. As a matter of fact, I can tell you the one loss that I witnessed, I was rooting for him. I was like, Oh man, come on, Zach. I watched that Coastal Carolina game that they lost. And I was trying to do what I'm doing right now. I was like, Well that ain't Zach's fault. Hey It's like <laughs> it's like Jamie it's like Jamie Fox doing uh, doing the uh, Doc Rivers impersonation. It ain't hey, Blake. Don't blame Blake. It's not Blake. It's Scotty. not Blake's fault. It's not Blake's fault. It's hey, Scotty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, look, I w- one more, one more, one more excuse. Kirk. <laughs> wait, I, wait,
2: wait, there's more. <laughs> okay, okay. What else you got? <laughs> so Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes can't lose in November. That's a conversation for later on the show. November or December for that matter. No, I just don't understand. I
4: don't
2: I I, I really don't understand. I really
1: don't understand uh, what he's doing though. I I, seriously, I don't understand why he hasn't come across or he hasn't come across someone or someone hasn't stepped up to him and said, this is not what you do because what he's doing right now, what he's doing in New York, his New York media approach. I call this. This is called a Kyrie. So I got, I figured it out. It's called a Kyrie. Now in, in this sense, in this sense, not not the, uh, not the uh, geopolitical, not the, uh, you know, uh, we're not talking about any kind of cultural issues. I'm talking about standing in front of a bunch of microphones and not thinking, oh, I'm not talking to them. I've got somebody greater. I'm talking to a greater audience. They get caught him. up. They get caught up in the question and they personalize it to that person. I'm not going to let this person pump me. No, no, right. no, no, no. It ain't about the person. That person's a vehicle. You're launching. You're going to launch to get to your bigger point, but they miss it.
2: And so he's missed it. We've lost him. He, Maybe hey, we have lost it, uh, right? He can't. He can't play the game on the field or at the podium. Doesn't know how to play the game. Doesn't have a feel for the game. Maybe he develops it, but the Jets don't have that luxury. It's time for takeoff and he's delaying. He's delaying departure. They think they're going somewhere in places. They ain't been in a long time and they got the defense to do it. Yeah, he's holding the back. He's the last one. He's that my- person that you're like, yo, can we leave? Oh, we're waiting for a couple more passengers. I'll be damned. Mm-mm. Yeah, can I say one more thing? Yeah,
1: he's only 20. He's only 23.
2: Oh, listen, I'm 43 and I say a lot of stupid stuff. So I listen, I, I I, I'm just saying though, I, like if somebody told me said, an easy one,
1: you probably said dumber stuff at 23. I know I did. Come on. Oh,
2: definitely. Oh, definitely. Come on now. Oh, listen, we about to talk about the dumbest thing I've ever said. At least in recent memory may not be ever probably on this show. My worst take ever. It? This, t- this keeps me up at night.
5: because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort.
6: This was certainly uh, as far as a, a game that uh, against such a creditable team, this was a really good team and is a good team. And for us to come in here and play like that on all sides of the ball, particularly uh, the way we kept them out of the end zone on the touchdown is just uh, unbelievable. and. Uh, the uh, positive. I know our fans are are excited, and you should be. I too uh, thought this game was going to tell us what we are. I don't know that we're that. I really don't. But I know this: that we're we're not uh, we're not uh, 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 we are not a team that uh, doesn't respond when it's uh, wounded. Uh, everybody uh, fought against the. Uh, uh, Packers that we uh, uh, underplayed, and I think you saw what happened when we got out here tonight, and uh, the team all came together. I think if we use the experience of what we're having in the, in the season, then we're going to be playoff ready. But I sure do think that uh, what I see out here right now is a, is the team like that you could go get a Super Bowl with.
2: Hey, that's all facts Ooh. right there. I, I can't, I can't argue with a word he said. A um, couple things. And, and, and the word weak, both spellings, um, comes to mind. So a week ago, Cowboys coming off an unprecedented collapse against the Packers, unprecedented in franchise history. They had never before lost a game in which they entered the fourth quarter, leading by 14 or more points until last week at Green Bay come back the next week and they hand the Minnesota Vikings their biggest home loss their worst home loss in 59 years. That's the Vikings headline a Vikings team that we were crowning last week after they beat the Bills in the game of the year. But you the big crown them? is in the glorious history of the Dallas Cowboys. That's the biggest road win in Cowboys history. Forty to three over the Vikings, is the biggest road win in Cowboys history. I, I I read that today and I'm like, really? I would have guessed that they beat somebody by more than that on the road, but apparently not. Like so, like like some ex, some expansion team or something, you know? Oh, it's just it's something. the match that the Cowboys have won, yeah, right. All the great yeah, all um, the great teams they've had. Yeah. So so that was a, that was a, what a difference a week makes, but week in terms of. Mentally, emotionally and psychologically weak, the cowboys, we talk about the Jets, we talk about the Chargers, we talk about the Browns, we talk about all these different franchises that come up with new and creative ways to lose games. And typically, the, the cowboys and, 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 and a lot of people have made their brand in this here media industry, built their brand on the backs of Clown and the Cowboys. Clown and the Cowboys yeah. uh, self-destructing. And for them to bounce back last week, from last week, and do this 180 at the expense of a team that is legitimately a good team, better than 40 to three speaks volumes, not just about their ability, but their mentality. And so I got to give it up. I don't know what you're talking about. When you said in your feed, I know you won't give Mike McCarthy his flowers. When, when did I be, when I, I, I go me and Mike McCarthy go back to when he was New Orleans offensive coordinator, what you what you talking about? I won't get Mike yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, a
1: yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody says
2: that. Like you mean yeah, like yeah. You, you you people? You all y'all, y'all y'all y'all. Oh, but
1: okay. you know what? Okay. I might not be talking about y'all. I might be talking about y'all and you. Cause you know what? This like, this you know okay. And I don't want I don't want people to go back with me like this. Cause you just did something that Trotter did a
2: couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. <laughs> What's that? He's like, you mean, mean, mean regular brother from another host, Jim Trotter? (laughs) Jim Trotter. uh, That that I'm sitting in for? I'm sitting in for Jim Trotter. (laughs) Sitting
1: in for Jim Trotter. Hi, Michael Smith in for Jim Trotter today. So, so no, um, Trotter, who'll be here tomorrow. Trotter's like, oh yeah, yeah, Mike McCarthy. Oh, he's a friend of mine and yeah, I love Mike McCarthy. You know, I remember he was this and this and then just go off and then clown him. (laughs) Like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Okay, that's your boy, but I don't hear no respect, though. No. <laughs> hey, everybody want to tell you how long they've known him, how long they've been down with him, but right, they never right. really want to so say. Almost like a qualifier. He's like, like listen, this ain't personal. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Cowboys yeah. fans, yeah, you're not going to listen to me. I'm going to tell Cowboys fans this, and I know we're going to talk to some Cowboys fans. They, they're going to disagree yeah. with me. You've got the better coach right now than the one you're looking for. You're looking for Sean Payton. Mike McCarthy's better. Mike McCarthy, I said it, I said it without apology. Mike McCarthy is the better coach for this team than Sean Payton is for this team. And so, uh, you know, it, it's almost like when they lose games, only, only Mike McCarthy wins. Mike McCarthy only loses games.
2: So he got four yeah, losses this no, year. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. He's got four Payton, that, that hypothetical everybody, is kind of hard to argue it because they look really yeah. good right now. So to suggest that Sean Payton would have them in a better position is is kind of moot. But I understand what you're saying. Mike McCarthy every, every, deserves everybody else credit, whereas he only gets blamed. You, yeah, yeah, That's a every, fair point. But he every, does every, deserve. Everybody, everybody else has for the Four, way they felt last, last year. No last sure. year. Every, everything he got coming off the playoff game last year was fair and, 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 and he has he has had issues in terms of management over the years, but he is a Super Bowl winning coach. He deserves more. Look, I mean, nowadays it seems like Aaron Rodgers is missing what he had once upon a time. Ooh, so I'm with you on that. Ooh, you said, but, but, here, yes. but here's the thing, but here, well, but I'm gonna say this and I'm not gonna say anything else, at least not anytime soon because I, I, I tease this before the break. I've been in this get this sports talk game for 20 years. There is not a take that I could recall regretting more than after week one. Declaring the Cowboys season over when Dak Prescott went oh. down an injury. That's just just I mean, I've said a lot of dumb shit over the years. That's that's right up there like that. I mean, because usually usually even the things that I the, the plays that I want back I could at least say, well, here's what I was thinking at the time that was just so bad. So with that in, in mind, the moment, I'm going to just I'm going to see the floor. I'm going to cede the floor to a couple of of our sisters from another Mr. couple of our friends in the show a couple of Cowboys fans. Ashley Nicole Moss and Britt Johnson who are going to sit up here and educate both of us or me more than you Michael on the Cowboys and I'm just going to sit back and do what I usually do when smart women are in the room and just listen and shut up <laughs> and relax and take notes because yeah, I got this one wrong. I've I been off it Ashley, but I just I got to keep reminding myself because I got to keep taking accountability Zach Wilson for my error back in week one. So Ashley the floor is yours. Talk your ish about your Cowboys.
5: I mean, first of all, it's it's victory Monday. Mondays are always better after a Cowboys win, especially when you annihilate your opponent. You like that, Kirk Cousins? I know you do. Um, listen, I don't think the take was just like, I don't think it was an asinine take. I think a lot of people thought the Cowboys season was done. Nobody really knew the severity of Dak's injury. I think Cowboy fans also were like, here we go again. We know what the team looks like when he goes down. Cooper Rush, love him as a backup quarterback. He's a great guy. The guys respond well to him, but he's not Dak Prescott. And the team does not function without Dak Prescott. And, you know, you were gonna able, you were going to always be able to get a few wins with Cooper Rush, but as you get deeper into the season and into the playoffs, that was always the concern. And if this team was even going to be playoff ready without Dak at the helm. And luckily for us, you know, Dak is Wolverine and he can heal like that and the injury wasn't as severe as it looked in week one and the season was able to be turned around. And that's just, you know, sometimes some guys heal faster than others. I can't say that if that was another quarterback, the result would have been the same. But for the Dallas Cowboys, luckily, Dak Prescott, like I said, has made a steal and he can bounce back. But I don't think it was an asinine take. It just so happens it's a freezing cold take now that, you know, the Cowboys
2: are 7-3. Yeah, and three, Didn't so. as well well i I don't think brit's gonna be as kind to me right now
3: because (laughs) i was actually on the day after dak Prescott suffered his injury and i have not been on the show since because you guys thought i was crazy because i said the cowboys would be five and three with cooper rush they ended up actually being better they were six and two so shame on me for even thinking that worse of the cowboys five and three but you guys literally thought i was crazy saying that. I was not worried at all, and I said I wasn't worried because I had been in training camp every single day, seeing what the Cowboys were doing, seeing what they their energy is in the locker room, and I said before, Cooper Rush had worked with these young wide receivers the majority of training camp, and I saw his accuracy in training camp, and I saw how great he was in training camp, and so I wasn't worried at all. I'm actually most impressed to see what Brett Maher did because in training oh. camp, we had three kickers. We had... Um, Jonathan Garibay, uh, Liram Hiralahu, and Brett Maher. Fans were so upset to get Brett back. No no fan I heard of was excited to have Brett back. In training camp, they were all really terrible. They were going like four of nine on 30-yard field goals in training camp. Everybody was terrible. So to see what he's done now in week 11, amazing. Like, no, nobody saw that, but I did see Cooper Rush coming in and kicking butt.
2: You did. You did.
1: <laughs> so... Uh- so I want, I want to ask you both, uh, Ashley and Brit, and Ashley first. Uh, before you came on, we played sound from Jerry Jones who said, "What we saw out there." He said, "I'm not sure we're that, but hey, essentially we're capable of winning a Super Bowl." And I, I, if the Cowboys are that, the Cowboys are capable of winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. If they don't, let's say if they don't, what would be the biggest reason that they don't win it? Ashley first.
5: I would say it would come down to play calling schemes and time management. I mean, we see this all the time, right? It's not so it's always impressive when you can win in the regular season and when you can win consistently. Nobody's gonna knock that, but the cowboys have always fallen short when it actually counts. And you can only do that so many times until people start looking at you as like, okay, they're just a regular season win team. And for me, I said this at the early in the earlier of the season when I was on the show, like, this is the year the Cowboys have to go ahead and say, we can win when it counts. The regular season does not matter when the playoffs come around. Your record in the regular season's irrelevant. You have to be able to do it when it means the most. And for some way, shape, or form, whether it's time management, whether it's injury, whether it's schemes, whether it's play calling, there has always been something that has been a wall at that point of the season for the Dallas Cowboys. And there can't be any more excuses. You can't go into every single season being a Super Bowl contender and everyone putting their money behind you and saying, this is a Super Bowl team. This is America's team, the most valuable franchise in the NFL. And then when it comes around, you're booted out in the first round. It does not work like that. It has to go ahead and be consistent, even into the postseason. And I think that if that does not happen, The Cowboys are going to be in for a rude awakening. I think Jerry Jones is really going to have to go ahead and make some significant changes to make sure that the following season, this is a team that you see deep in the playoffs because the regular season doesn't mean anything anymore.
3: I think for me, it's their attitude and attitude definitely reflects leadership. And you see that from Dak coming down when Dak doesn't start off a game, having a good game, the game's not going to go well. We know that as Cowboys fans, we see that time and time again. Yesterday, it was great because Micah kind of kicked off the game in the first minute and a half with that strip sack that Dorance Armstrong recovered. So that was a great start to the game. But if we don't start with momentum, we always end up being a step behind the whole entire game. So I think the main thing for us to do is have the momentum in the beginning. And then if we don't have it, be able to grow that, be able to have a moment where we can be like, okay, we're not winning right now, but we need to take that extra step to do better. Uh, J. Ron Curse was asked yesterday, you know, what team are you guys? Are you guys the Packers team that lost two weeks ago? Or are you the team that won yesterday? And he said, we're both teams. And I think you need to have more of what we saw yesterday than what we saw two weeks ago. But th- it is right. They're both teams. Micah Parson Um, reflected on that and said, I like taking constructive criticism and that's what we need to be doing as a team. We need to be able to take constructive criticism for the moments where we lack it. We need to self-scout more, do all of those kind of things and have those opportunities to be great. And I would say one thing whatever we need to do to make all the Cowboys fans very, very upset before a game, let's start doing that. I don't care if you run into somebody's car, do something because clearly they play better upset because they were really mad. The locker room was very upset last week, more than a typical loss. And I think that that's what um, catapulted this win this week. We have a short week. This week, so I don't know how that's gonna work out, but somebody make them really upset because clearly they play better that way. (laughs) And
5: and I'll add, you know, to what Britt said, you know, we've seen this in all sports, right? The momentum always shifts. So if you start off bad, there's always multiple opportunities in a game to go ahead and change that trajectory a team that starts hot doesn't necessarily finish hot and vice versa. I think it's not worrying about what's behind you and always worrying about what's in front of you. And that's in any sport across the board. We see that in basketball a guys not shooting well in the first half of the game, but he perseveres and then he gets a hot streak. It's no different in football that your receivers aren't catching your passes. You're not doing your check downs. Nobody's clicking. Everything that's behind you is exactly that. It's behind you. It's every play every possession every down and that's how you win football games.
2: Brett then Ashley uh before you guys joined us. <clears throat> Michael was saying if I make if I may quote you Michael that Mike McCarthy is a better coach for the Cowboys than Sean Payton would be I'll phrase the question this way to you first Brett then then you Ashley. Or is, is Mike McCarthy, and it sounds like it, you guys are reasonable Cowboys fans, which is why we love talking to you. Is Mike McCarthy still, is the jury still out on Mike McCarthy? If they don't go on a deep playoff run this postseason, Brett, will, will there still be calls for Sean Payton to ride to the rescue? Or are we off that now? Is, is Mike McCarthy the guy for this team?
3: Uh, Can I say maybe neither one of them are I think Dan Quinn could possibly the guy be the guy for the job because Dan Quinn has gained the respect from these players and this this Dan Quinn offense or defense from this these last two years has been incredible to watch like it has been insane they have changed the leadership of the team they've changed you know uh, last year their motto was um effort and, um, intensity, I think it was, or something like that, but they were like killing it and they, they focused on just getting better each day. And, you know, to Ashley's point of just forgetting about the the last play and moving forward. And they did a really good job. And I think that Dan Quinn actually might be the guy. I know a lot of Cowboys fans were calling for it this off season. And Dan Quinn was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm the defensive coordinator. I'm going to follow Mike McCarthy's lead. But I, I love how the players love Dan Quinn. Actually. um, you know, I'll say this: it's it's
5: hard to speak in hypotheticals because you don't know what Sean Payton looks like with the Dallas Cowboys, right? You only have Mike as your example for this point in the in the season, in you know, this era rather. So I can't speak on whether Sean Payton would be the guy without seeing if he's actually the guy. But I will say this: I spoke to Sean Payton at the Super Bowl, and he is interested in the job. He would love the job. He's not retired from coaching. He's just kind of stepped back. He stepped away a little bit, but he definitely is interested in it. And I'll say this. Jerry Jones has had a bad habit in the past of holding on to things for too long. You saw it in the Jason Garrett era. It was a lot of mediocrity, and it just seemed like he was not willing to make the move when the move needed to be made. It was always one more shot. give, Give him one more season. One more week. And the NFL moves quick. We see this constantly, whether it's with players, whether it's with front office, whether it's with management, whether it's with ownership. It's constantly moving, and it's constantly evolving. And if you're not evolving, you're staying stagnant, and if you're staying stagnant, you're not staying competitive so I'll say this if Mike does not go ahead and bring this team deep into the playoffs I'm not going to go ahead and put the Super Bowl jinx on it I'm just going to say deep into the playoffs then Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys really need to go ahead and look at what is the time frame with this unit that we have? I remember, you know, thinking back to the Tony Romo era, one of my frustrations was we had a really good team for a short window of time, but there was always something that went wrong. And a big piece of that was Jason Garrett, right? So mm. I. Like to go ahead and see movement made quicker to go ahead and capitalize on what I think is probably the best Dallas Cowboys team we've seen in a very long time. And if Mike doesn't get the job, whether it's Sean Payton, whether it's Dan Quinn, or somebody else, a move has to you know, be made to capitalize on that.
1: You know, I just got to say this. I got to say this. You know, I'm getting annoyed here, Mike. Mike, I'm getting annoyed. I, I got to let you know. Okay, I'm getting annoyed. Now I realize the, the Dallas Cowboys are America's team. Yeah. But Mike McCarthy is a black America's head coach. I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna tell you why Mike McCarthy is black America's head coach because he does I'm sure he things. Love that. He does things. So great things, but never gets credit for it. He has set up a foundation <laughs> and never gets credit for it. Okay, look, he built this. You talking about me? <laughs> hey, hey, right, come on now. We're not here we're not here well, without well, Mike McCarthy. You for, right?
2: <laughs> he okay. he, he invented oh, peanut butter. butter. That's your joke. Like.
1: <laughs> here's a funny thing. Here's a funny thing though. No, listen, Let's check this out, Mike. Mike. Uh, they said no, well Britt said Dan Quinn. Let me see. Who who hired Dan Quinn? Oh, it was Mike McCarthy. Why did Mike McCarthy hire Dan Quinn initially? Because the Cowboys had the second worst defense in their history. They're giving up almost 500 yards per game on defense in 2020. So Mike McCarthy said, let me bring in Dan Quinn hire, secure enough to hire another head coach who some people think is capable of replacing him. Mike McCarthy is that de- loses Dak Prescott brings in Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush keeps him in the race. They're able to even compete for a divisional title because he had a backup quarterback ready to play all these things. McCarthy has done, but when they lose games and they mismanage the clock, it's all McCarthy. Y'all up here pining for Sean Payton. I hope you get Michael, what asked for. You're really you you scratching the bottom of the
5: <laughs> barrel yeah, for here. this. Like, you're scratching the bottom of the barrel for this, Michael. Like, to, to make your point, you're really digging deep. I mean, I get it, but he's also a head coach. It's his job to go ahead and produce wins in the regular season. It's his job to make sure that next man up, AKA Cooper Rush, is ready to go when your franchise guy goes down. But it's a win. Job. Ready to go. For- but to, win, in,
1: but to win
5: with people to go ahead and help you produce wins. All of those are in your job description as a head coach in the NFL. So I'm confused on what I'm patting him on the back for. That is what you're hired to do.
3: Right. And this is the same Brett Mike McCarthy word. that also made a play or a call last week that cost us the game. He decided to go for it on fourth and three instead of kick a field goal, which would have potentially kept us in the game or tied the game. And, <laughs> To be very fair here, Will McClay, who is the man behind the scenes for the Dallas Cowboys, he's actually the one that has drafted most of these guys that are currently on this roster that's doing the thing right now. He's the one that got Micah Parsons there. He's the one that got Sam Williams there. All of these guys in the last, what, seven, eight years has been because of Will McClay. And this is, unfortunately, probably one of our last years to have a potential to be this because Tony Pollard is at the top of that list as this is his contract year. Can we afford to pay Tony Pollard next year? I don't know, but there's a ton of other guys on the list that are in one-year contracts, two-year deals, and there's a lot of guys that are going to be owed some money next year if they decide to re-sign with the Dallas Cowboys. Dalton Schultz, there's a ton of guys on this team, so um, I'm kind of nervous about that. Now is the time to win if we're going to win, but Will McClay, to be fair, is the guy that's got this roster to be what it is right now. You tried, Michael. You Uh, tried. It's
2: okay. It's okay. It was a reach, but... This is great, though. We appreciate it. I just like that the focus shifted to Michael's take as opposed to me writing off the Cowboys at the beginning of the year. Thank you, ladies. Y'all were brilliant as always. We'll see y'all down the road.
3: Thanks for having us. Have you
5: ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play?
2: Did you tip your
5: tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort.
4: We do this a lot. Uh, Coach Reed prepares us for these moments. Um, We knew we had a lot of time on the clock. We knew we had some time out, so we we didn't rush. We just kind of went through what we do every single day at practice and everything like that. Um, and uh, we executed, and I thought, uh, I mean, obviously Travis, I mean, it's Travis. He makes, He's the greatest tight end of all time. He makes plays like that that win games. What's special about him is he just competes. I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to keep fighting until the very end. And um, that's, uh, you, when you see that, I think it not only is impressive for him, but it gets other guys going. It shows that, I mean, he's – I mean, like I say, he's one of the best, not the best tight end of all time, and he's coming to work every single day to get better. And so that shows you whenever you step into the facility, you're like, man, I got to get to work. If this guy's doing it, I have to be able to at least match that. Um, And so that leadership that he brings, uh, as well as the play he brings in the field, is special, and it it takes a lot lot off my shoulders.
2: Last night was Travis Kelsey's 33rd 100-yard game. Charles Robinson, uh, which is first place all time among tight ends. I believe he passed Rob Gronkowski. I mean, listen. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is biased. So let's bring some objectivity here. Are we just gonna yeah. say receiving, just receiving, because I mean, blocking. Like he can't hold a candle to Gronk as a blocker is Travis, Kelsey, the greatest receiving end ever. I mean, I, I work with Tony Gonzalez. So maybe I'm a little biased. I think about Shannon sharp. If four and sharp. Like yeah, Anthony,
1: yep.
7: Antonio Gates, Kellen Winslow, Antonio
2: Gates. <laughs> what say you Charles? Is there an argument for Travis Kelsey?
7: Oh, I, I don't think there's any question. There's an argument. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a different era. It's interesting because when you that's look at I mean. tight ends, well, they all it's a it's a progression, right? All those guys we just mentioned, they paved the way for Travis Kelsey to be the player that he is now. That doesn't, I mean, he's amazingly special um, as a pass receiver. But had it not been for Tony Gonzalez, had it not been for Antonio Gates, had it not been for Kellen Winslow, um, right. we, I don't know that we get to this point with tight ends where they're they're he not primarily the shoulders of giants. Yeah, absolutely. But that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's it's been right. a wonderful development with the position he's special and it, like can't we just say he's special and we don't yeah, have to no 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 we listen can't. it's like no we always I, I listen to you guys and we, we get into these arguments about like braun and jordan and kobe and and you know what like i i just watched the redeem team uh documentary and yeah pick one job now listen i grew up in the jordan era right i grew up in the jordan era right. so i i right. would always default to like michael is is michael and there's no i mean that's it that's god and you go out and you descend from there but when i watched the redeem team and i watched kobe i was like why can't i just love both these guys like they both were just completely special a different mentality like i don't
2: i don't well, i don't want to sit here Charles. and have to divide up these two human Charles, beings cuz they were both amazing Charles, I- you're special because I'm telling you, I didn't expect the Travis Kelsey question to get us to redeem team and Jordan versus yeah. Ron versus Cody, but you took us <laughs> there brother and I appreciate it. And, and tell him I told Michael tell I mean, him it might tell him tell what, tell it's him, tell him what the Wonder. example is
1: it,
2: it's yeah. Prince and Stevie Wonder, like Mike Michael yeah. loves both, yep. but he's a Stevie Wonder guy. I love both. I'm a Prince guy. It's like there's no wrong answer here um, There's no wrong. Answer. The Chargers conversely do not have an answer for the Chiefs. And here we are, as we sit here now in the AFC. Is it same song, different verse? I mean, we we talked about the AFC West was supposed to be this gauntlet. It's not that. Yeah. Is is the conference still it still go through Kansas City? I know I'm preaching to Michael Holly's choir. Does this conference yeah. still go through Kansas City, Charles?
7: Yeah, I I don't think there's any question that it does. And and to me, um, it's interesting because this is this is like the. AFC West version of of like Jets Patriots like they just can't they're never going to figure out how they can beat Kansas City consistently and what's special I think about Kansas City and why I think Patrick Mahomes is clearly the MVP front runner right now um, isn't just because of the fact that he's on pace to you know shatter the record for passing yardage um, having one of his greatest seasons yet but if you watch that game down the stretch Travis Kelsey amazing but well, look at the ball placement, right? Look at where he is getting the ball when Patrick Mahomes is letting go of it. It's perfect. He does not have to break stride. It puts him in position to m- utilize every ounce of what Travis Kelsey is. That's what you want out of a quarterback with per- perfect ball placement. It gives you all that yak, big explosive plays. And I wasn't sure that Mahomes could do this without Tyree kill. I was like, I don't know, man, you're taking away this this special guy, the the most perfectly matched duo in the league, and yet this is what he's doing. Meanwhile, we look at Aaron Rodgers, and we're like, man, that dude definitely misses Devontae Adams. Um, yeah. Man, the Titans definitely missed A.J. Brown. He, he lost one of the most dynamic players who might break the receiving yardage record this year in the NFL, yeah. and it hasn't even been a blip. He hasn't broken strides. It's amazing.
2: Well, then he was down two more right. receivers so, last night and Juju and Nicole Hartman. So it's just, yep. yeah, he's, he's putting together Yeah, special year. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry.
1: So, no, I'm just going to say, Ch- Charles, uh, help us out. You know, Mike, talk about, you know, same song, different verse or same old song. Really, let's go, let's go bigger picture because we had a lot of fun talking about the offseason. Oh, man, the offseason oh. is great. But essentially, we've got in the AFC North, we've got let, let's just let's be grown-ups here. Steelers out, Ravens in from last year's playoff teams. Steelers made the playoffs, they're not gonna make it this year. Ravens didn't make it last, last year, they're gonna make it this year. Uh, the Raiders made it last year, they're not gonna make it this year. The Dolphins will. Then everybody else, I, I see the Titans there, I see the Patriots, I see the Bills, team, yeah. the Bengals. I mean, like, okay, so if we if we're gonna do this and we're gonna learn. What have we learned about the offseason? I know we thought one thing and now we're seeing something else. So as we look back, what should we have known that we didn't know? What should we have considered that we didn't consider? Um, I mean
7: that we are probably in an era of we've gone through all these different eras of special quarterbacks, but I think when we talk about like the elites of the elites, I think you're you're going to get these same teams that are either in it or they're on the cusp of it. So I, I know the Ravens didn't make it last year, but you know it wasn't like the Ravens were a complete and total mess despite all of the injuries that they suffered last year. But w- there are only three or four truly like uber special quarterbacks in the league when you're talking mm-hmm. about Pat Mahomes. We're talking about Herbert. We're talking about um, Josh Allen, Monroe. Lamar Jackson, yeah. I, and and to me. Um, as long as you have those in place, I'll I'll give you something. Les Snead told me about Matt Stafford. He said when you have a guy like this, if, and you know if he's healthy and he's playing up to his potential, you always feel like the window's open. You feel like the suit because I asked him like when does the super window Super Bowl window close for you? Yeah. And he said when Matt's gone. When you have a player on this level and who's special, it's your job to not screw up that window. But as long as you got yeah. that that quarterback. If you're not there, well, you have done something coaching wise or general manager wise that has somehow screwed the process up.
2: Well, nobody had a worse best off season than the Broncos. They did nothing right. Head coach, quarterback. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's just so bad. Real quick, you might we'll not let make you it. I'm not just, right, or no, no doubt. I'm not just asking you this because you have him on your bench and you're jerking out of a fantasy team, yes. but is Odell Beckham a Dallas Cowboy by the time we talk to you? The next time we talk to you is he a dallas cowboy can't believe his ba- he, cowboys giants in a battle for the heart of odell beckham
7: he is he <laughs> is going to visit uh after thanksgiving and the plan inside the cowboys organization is not to let him leave without signing there that you go that is
2: wow. so sexy that is so sexy. i love it who, who would have thought we'd get here in 2022 <laughs> odell beckham's a dallas cowboy great stuff charles
7: all right it go.
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed
2: when it comes to Daniel Snyder, they won five out of six. they Taylor to is a quarterback. And also, salute to Cordero Patterson, all-time leader in kick return touchdowns with nine. Wow. What a career.
1: Brad Holmes and the Lions, I love what y'all are doing. You're building something. And Nick Sirianni, you said what needed to be said. Appreciate you.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters